Yo, what time is it? Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland. This is no ordinary man. With Rudy Povich. He's very stupid. Here we go. Why, hello, and thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher. Make sure you subscribe on any of those platforms that you listen to. And it goes live every day, 9.45 a.m. on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Oh, we got a hell of a show today for you. First off, ding, you are now free to freak the fuck out. Also, nuclear safety inspector? <laughs> That's Homer Simpson, sir. One of your employees from Sector 7G. But first, come on, let's get right into it, shall we? The live shows last night, House of Comedy. Oh, so much fun. Thank you guys for coming last night. Uh, my buddy Dave Kittleson was there. I'll tell a quick story about Dave in just a moment. Um, my cousin Tim, his wife Alicia, a bunch of new people that we've met along the way. So much fun. Great show. Wendy Mayberry, Robert Burrell, who I've, I've been such a fan of for a long time. It was great to open up for him. So glad you guys can make it out. More shows uh, continue tonight, Thursday, House of Comedy, 730, with me, Wendy Mayberry, Sophie Buttle. Continuing to Friday, two shows, 7 and 930. Also Saturday, 7 and 930. And Sunday, uh, we'll be there again, 7 p.m. So tons of opportunities to come out this week. Uh, don't forget, also August 4th and 5th, Gutty's Comedy Club, Edina, Minnesota, Victoria Jackson of SNL. I'm going to be there August 26th, 27th. Gutty's Comedy Club in Indianapolis, Indiana. September 22nd through the 24th, the Comedy Vault in Batavia, Illinois with Jonathan Kite. And then we're all hopping in to uh, our little station wagon. And hopping on down to Austin, Texas, Vulcan Gas Company with Jonathan Kite. That's December 2nd through the 3rd. Saying what up to everybody on the live feed. What's going on, Danielle? What's up, John? Amanda? What's up, Tara? Anna? Good to see everybody. PJ Scooter? Hi, Sally. So, yeah, uh, last night was great. Good to see my good friend Dave Kittleson, a longtime musician here in Minneapolis. Plenty of bands that guy plays in, has played in. Um, been on the road toured with so many people and just a good guy all around. I told this story. Um, Dave was, what's up, Danielle? Nice to see you. Dave and I were in a band together years back called Dude Worthy. And Dave had come to my house for our first practice ever. And while we were there, uh, we started, as well, do, you know, Dave says, well, tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, what do you got going on, man? What's your deal? What's, uh, what's cooking? I said, well, all right, give you some backstory. You know, I was born in northern Minnesota, and then when I was two, my dad left, and then proceeded to give him this, like, massive sob story about, how oh, my fucking dad left when I was two, and then my mom married this asshole named Dan, and then I was, I was stuck having him with a shitty stepdad, and then I was, they moved us all over the place, and I had, to, I had to go to school, like, five different schools. It was just, it sucked, man. Then when I was 12, you know, like, my dad fucking made me buy my own BMX bike. I had to mow lawns. I mean, he didn't make me pay for all of it. He paid for half of it. But he was a fucking, he's a dick. Fuck that guy. This sucked growing up, man. Anyway, what's what about you, Dave? Where are you from? Dave's like, uh, well, the day I was born in Calcutta, my parents put me in a shoebox to die. <laughs> I was like, hey, Dave, how about next time you fucking stop me at BMX bike? How about that? How about you don't let me go down this entirely long route of how much my life sucked and you started out in a fucking Nike box. Jesus Christ, dude. I'm like, are you kidding me, man? He's like, no, man. He's like, I'm called, what's called a box baby. So the story goes, 
when he was, you know what, we should put a little music on for this. What do you guys say? Here we go. So when Dave was uh, was a wee baby in Calcutta, there was a nice couple from Anoka, Minnesota that had adopted a baby from an orphanage out of Calcutta. And there's a little clause when you get a baby from a third world country that says, hey, if uh, you get this baby and then in six months that baby dies, you get a new baby. Well, Dave was the replacement baby. This couple, had their adopted son had passed away, and they, uh, they, Dave was the replacement baby, and then Dave's brother, his adopted brother, came from that same orphanage. They were like, well, hey man, since we're already shipping one baby over, we might as well send another. <laughs> Crazy ass story. I was like, hey man, how about next time? Next time, could you just like put your hand on my head and just go, shut the fuck up. I'm going to tell you my story. And then if you want to continue your stupid story about how your dad made you pay for half a BMX bike when you were 12, feel free. That's how we're going to conduct ourselves from here on out. And every dude worthy story, I would tell that or every dude worthy show. I would tell that story, man. And people were just like, and then afterwards, man, Dave got all the pussy because of that story. Every girl on the planet was feeling sorry for him. I can't tell you how many gals out there would be like, does he really, was he born in a box? Yeah. They put him in his box and left him in the street to die. And look where he is now. Sharing a stage in Northeast Minneapolis with a diminutive guy who barely knows how to play guitar, can't sing worse shit, to 12 people. You guys want to go out in the alley, make out for a while? <laughs> Jesus. Hi, Mira. What's up, Sarah? Nice to see you. So yeah, so last night was a blast. I'm so glad I got to see Dave. It's been so long. He's got a couple of bands. You should check them out. Cover to Cover, his cover band that only does covers of bands doing covers. You know what I mean? You guys, does that make sense? Like his band will cover Real Big Fish covering AHA's Take On Me, but they do it in the Real Big Fish style. I know it's super fucking meta. It folds in on top of itself sometimes. He's also got a band called Shirts and Skins that plays like, I don't know, every Southern Minnesota street dance. Dude, those guys are there. They're a blast. Absolute blast. So please make sure that you guys uh, you guys check them out. All right. Uh, let's say we get into the show, shall we? So uh, if you guys were watching the news the other day, you may have seen that passengers had to be rushed off United Airlines flight at Denver International Airport, which might be the best airport. It's the best that gets the biggest, it's the best. Uh, after the reports of smoke and fire, firefighters were able to quick, uh, quickly put out the fire. If you didn't hear it, this is the actual moment yesterday when passengers were told to get off the plane. Leave your bags, come this way, come this way, come this way, come this way, come this way. Come this way. leave your bags, leave your bags. All right. As I'm listening to this all unfold yesterday, what happened to the pre-flight announcement of in a calm, orderly fashion, step off the plane. That lady was freaking the fuck out. She was like, move, move, move. Stay calm, stay calm, calm down, move. Grab, don't leave your shit. Come on, grab the kids. D unbuckle yourself, move it. Get your, sir, put down them cookies. I know they're Biscoffs and they're fantastic, but put them down. Move your ass, calm down. Calm the fuck down, everybody. What happened to all that? In the event of an emergency, Help the person next to you stay as calm as possible. Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out now! Make sure to stay calm. 
check up, check a pulse. Make sure you're keeping it under 87 beats a, beats a minute. You don't want to get, shut the fuck up and move. Move, bitch, get the fuck out of the line. Get out of the line, what are you doing? We haven't deployed the little slide thing yet. Just fucking get the fuck out of the way. Everybody's calmed down. Everybody just chill out. We're going to get the fuck out. I was listening to that going, hey, lady, you're the one who's always telling us to calm down. That doesn't sound calm to me. Let's hear it one more time, shall we? Just so you guys get the full gist of it. Wave your bags. Come this way. Come this way. Come this way. Come this way. Leave your bags. Leave your bags. Get the fuck out. Calm down. Everybody take a pill. Who's got some melatonin? You guys got a little bit of green tea? Put on some Yanni. Everybody chill the fuck out. Move. Move. Chill out. Move. Get the fuck out now. Move. Chill out. Calm. Calm. Chill and get the fuck out. I was listening to that lady just going, are you insane? <laughs> they always do it in the like, the pre-flight announcement is the thing that I love the most. When they're like, in an event of an, a, water, a water emergency, it's like, dude, they should just tell you to stick your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye. They give you the little emergency around the neck pillow, the and you, you pull the cords and it deploys. What is that going to do when you hit the goddamn ocean at 400 miles an hour straight down? Dude, you ain't coming back. You will be obliterated by the time your body hits any ocean water. So why they <laughs> why they do this, I have no idea. Uh, Pink Apple, holla, holla at you, girl. Uh, Danielle, that is the definition of what not to do under pressure. You know what's very funny, and I'm glad you brought that up, Danielle. There was a guy that was on the Adam Carolla show the other day named Tyrus. And Tyrus got his start with Snoop Dogg being Snoop Dogg's bodyguard. And the reason why he got that job was because he was a bouncer at a club. And Snoop Dogg's guys were in there one night having some drinks. And Tyrus had to throw a couple of people out on their head. And while he was literally in a fight with two guys at the same time, he was cracking jokes. And he said, that level of clarity in that heightened of a situation is what you want at all times. You want your pulse to, I'm not joking when I say you keep that pulse like around like 65, 70 beats per minute. If you can continually do that, even when shit's hitting the fan, that is the type of clarity that you need in stressful situations. I bet there's a lot of people out there that are born with it, but man, I bet it takes a long time to get there for sure. I'm not one of those guys. I know, I know me. I, my brain swims. Huh? The fuck's going? Huh? Huh? Okay. Fuck. Huh? 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 And by that time, somebody with actual clarity and some forethought and insight into the situation has already taken care of it. And I'm like, oh, good. All right. Well, we can go back to whatever we were doing. Had a lady collapse at a show a couple weeks ago, and I was in the green room and I heard comic on stage. He's in the middle of a joke and then just stops. And you hear like, oh, and then you hear commotion. And I, by the time I got out into the main room to see what was going on, dude, there was already a guy that had like taken care of it, got the lady propped up, got some, got a little bit of water in her, fanning her off, just got a little hot and fainted. I was like, wow, man. I was like, dude, good on you. That wouldn't have been me. I'd have been fucking running around screaming, somebody boil some water. Remember that trope? Boil some water, everybody. We got a pregnant lady boil some water for what what are we making mac and cheese why do we why do you need to boil water just people just yell shit 
They're like, change that tire, boil some water. Let's go to the roof. Let's get a suntan. Don't forget to pick up some jalapenos. Like, no, we're just delivering a baby. <laughs> What's up, Cassie? How are you? How are you? Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I heard it yesterday. I love Denver. Uh, if you guys have not traveled to Denver International Airport, uh, phenomenal beers, big ass airport, easy to get around, good people. Usually the airport, like MSP, pretty damn good. Not bad. Terminal two, super easy to get through. Uh, Terminal one's kind of a pain, but Denver, man. Well, Denver was like, listen, we're in the middle of the goddamn country. We're the hub of every airline on the planet. Maybe we should probably step up our game. When you used to fly into Denver, it was like a ramshackle sleigh just sitting out in the, uh, in the middle of the, the, the runway. It's like, what are you guys doing with that thing? They're like, oh, we use it for the kids during the Christmas time. We bring it out with the Santa and all that. You're like, in that little pole barn? That's what you guys have? It's, I mean, it was literally it's the middle of fucking nowhere. And they went, hey, we got all this space. Why don't we build an actual like Denver International Airport? It's beautiful. Can't say enough good things about it. Well, we're really hitting all the hot topics today, huh? <laughs> you guys been to an airport? You guys should check out an airport. Airport's pretty goddamn awesome. We love that airport. Yeah, right on. Uh, a nuclear power plant in New Hampshire. You guys saw this? Goddamn. I've been past this nuclear power plant a couple of times when I lived in New Hampshire. And this I've always said this about seeing the way a nuclear power plant, it, it looks from afar. You're like, dude, it looks like something that is going to cause devastation. Just the giant stacks. It looks weird. For whatever reason, man, you see it and you're like, I don't know about that. And then, of course, you have Chernobyl. You have other nuclear accidents. It's depicted in movies as people just getting blown off the planet. You see when Hiroshima goes up when they drop the H-bomb. Nuclear has the worst name ever. Its reputation is awful. However, it's the cleanest form of energy. And yet we as a society refuse to have it. Because we don't want it, which seems so goddamn silly. It's like we don't look at any facts about what it actually is, and we just, hey, man, did you guys see Terminator 2? You see those people get blown off that swing? Uh, not, not in my community. You get that nuclear out of here. Fucking pound sand. But there's actually like, if you didn't know this, there's a lot of nuclear power plants around the U.S., it could be our main source. Dude, you can power a nuclear sub off like one rod of, of uranium. It's something crazy, man. Like 25 years, you can power a sub. But nobody wants it because there is a downside. You do have to take that uranium once it's spent and bury it in a lead case in the side of a mountain so people don't get cancer. But think about all the extra byproducts and waste that happens with gasoline, fossil fuels, electricity. Nuclear is the way to go, and we refuse it. And now everybody's losing their shit because even though there wasn't a scare, a nuclear power plant in New Hampshire freaked out some beachgoers when sirens started going off and an announcement was saying there was a problem at the plant. I listened to this and was like, I'll tell you what, just listen to the one girl who's talking about what happened at the beach. Nuclear power. I heard someone over a speaker say 
that there's a problem at the power plant and to stay away from the beach. And I thought it was scary. People started coming out of their cottages. They couldn't believe, you know, what we just heard. We're seeing like people run off the beach. We're pretty like scared at that point. People started coming out of their cottages. I was trying to enjoy my donkeys. Just want a donkey donuts. God damn, I just want to watch the Bruins. Just watching some ESPN. Figure out what's going on with the Pats this year. Goddamn sirens going off. I had to come out of my cottage. If you're on a beach and the announcement comes that there might be a nuclear meltdown, I'm cracking a beer and sitting on the towel. Because if you are in earshot of a nuclear power plant that's about to melt down, dude, it's got like a 40-mile radius of a, a blast point. You're dead either way. It doesn't... What are you going to try to do? Get out of town in your car? Everyone else is doing it too, man. Traffic jams, all that. Fuck it. I'm, dude, this is how I was supposed to go. It'll be over quick. At least I can enjoy a beer in the meantime, you know? Actually kick back. Enjoy those last few minutes. I hate... It's so narcissistic to be like, I'm going to outrun a nuclear blast. No, you can't. Chill the fuck out. Enjoy the ocean while you can. You got a couple minutes, hug your kids, crack that beer, and then just wait it out. <laughs> I don't know. What else are you supposed to do? It's like you look up in the sky and there's a giant meteor coming. And you're like, well, we better get down to the basement, everybody. It's like, well, it's going to put a nine mile, two thousand foot deep trench right on top of your house. What are you going to do? Get in the basement? It's gonna fucking what? No! Jesus. Hey, there's a tornado coming, everybody! Get down! Get down, get in the car! I can't I can't move the car. Next thing you know, like my buddy Dan, some people just have, as I've talked about before, the the horseshoe up their ass. My buddy Dan had been trying to sell his house for years. And it was at a time like right after that 2008 housing uh, crisis. Could not sell that place. It was worth he was going to be so upside down in that house, man. There was just nothing he could have done. He was trying so hard. Couldn't do it. And then one day he goes to Target and he's standing at the front door. He's got two grocery bags in his hand. His wife is unlocking the door and Dan looks up and traveling down at an excessive rate from the sky is a funnel cloud. There's a tornado that is about to drop on top of Dan's house. And as Dan's wife opens up the front door, Dan drops the groceries, tackles his wife. They fall down the basement steps. They get down to the bottom. They open up their eyes. And that house that they had been trying to sell for two years and could not was completely leveled. <laughs> Talk about luck. I know some people look at it like, well, that's an awful situation. No, man. That dude made out pretty. Everything he had was destroyed, but... He walked out of there going, smelling like a rose. They took all that money. They built a new kick-ass house. They're living just fine. The best thing that could have happened to him was have a tornado come through and completely... His kids were gone. They were at, like, baseball camp in, like, South Dakota. It's just him and the wife. So now they got this, like... I mean, he said, like, immediately after that, my wife had never been, you know, more attracted to me. She watched me jump into action and save her life as a tornado was about to rip our house down. Trust me, dude. You get, you're getting birthday sex for two years after that. Absolutely. Uh, what do we got going on in the live feed right now? When it comes to nuclear plants, I think of the opening credits from The Simpsons and Sarah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's Homer Simpson, sir. One of your employees from Sector 7G. Mira, I suck. Typically walk the other way in high crisis situations. Oh, going back to the uh, 
the other uh, conversation that we were having. Yeah. Um, Mira, forget you. I'm running. I, listen, I know that everybody has this fight or flight. Hey, man, uh, self-preservation. We all want to. We all want to try to live the longest life possible. If somebody looks at me and goes, "Dude, that plant's about to melt down." I'm like, "Hand me a Pawtucket Pat. I want to. I want to enjoy these last few minutes. It's going to be quick." If you've seen like the footage from nuclear blasts that they do out in the desert and they put those like mannequins out there, I mean, they rip through those mannequins. Your body ain't lasting, dude. It, what is it like two, three seconds of pain? You're like, wow, why is it so goddamn hot? And then by that time you're dead. So fuck it. Enjoy those last few minutes. I will, I will literally stand there drinking a beer, giving the bird to, uh, to the nuclear blast as it comes. And then years from now, Years from now, when aliens show up, they're going to dig up my bones and be like, this is the remains of a man who lived a full life. Look at him, giving the finger to, <laughs> to a nuke. There's not a lot of people out there that can say that. And if there are, they, they probably lived in a sewer with a rat named Splinter. Now we're going down a different route. All right. Uh, Danielle, awesome. Sounds uh, sounds like an awesome way to go to me. Absolutely. So we'll see you guys on the beach when the nuclear blast comes. We'll all crack beers and uh, we'll tell, we'll, listen, we'll just let out all of our deepest, darkest secrets, everything we've been hanging on to. And then the announcement will come on that it was just a false alarm. And then we can all look at each other and be like, all right, well, we're taking that shit to the grave. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Every day, 9.45 a.m., it is live on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Please make sure you subscribe. Whatever it is that you get this podcast on, very important. If you listen to it every day, highly appreciate it. You get it for free. All you got to do is hit the subscribe button or the follow button. It makes a huge difference to advertisers, and it keeps this show afloat. We'll see you guys tonight and Friday and Saturday and Sunday, House of Comedy, Mall of America. Shows are at 7.30 and 9.30, 7.30 tonight. 7.30, 9.30, Friday, Saturday, and then 7 o'clock, Sunday night. It's Mall of America, House of Comedy. Thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.